the radio operator of the spacefaring vessel, LB-01. We were given the mission of broadcasting the serialized gaming podcast, Safe Space, to as many people as we possibly could. If you can hear this message, then clearly it's been a success. If that's the case, then you should know that what you're about to listen to is a tabletop role-playing game where five people roll dice and tell a story of science fiction and survival horror using the Mothership game system by Tuesday Night Games. It was originally formatted for YouTube, but the records have been modified for an optimal audio experience. However, be warned, this is a survival horror podcast, and there may be descriptions of violence, gore, psychological terrors and mental trauma that some listeners may find disturbing. If you're still out there, then make sure you have your stim packs ready and whatever refreshments you may need. I'm starting the data recording playback now. This is Safe Space. Episode 12, audio file name, Signals. When we last spent time with Gibbous Incorporated Junker Vessel, the Susan O'Brien, they landed upon the planet Cassius Prime. More specifically, at the mining colony that resided upon the rocky planet's surface. The group gathered their things together and for the first time in a while stepped from their ship onto solid ground. They were escorted to the facility by a group of workers and after some admin and some awkward conversations were let in. These awkward conversations included uh, Zam's laser cutter, Bernice, and Blaze's pistol being confiscated by security. They were being kept in a safe place, but strangely the rules prohibited strangers walking in with firearms and industrial equipment that that wasn't approved by the company. And naturally my players weren't happy about it. Oh well, say la vie. The <laughs> okay, we're over it now. Yeah, we're over it. The, you might be. the administrator took the group to the living complex sector of the colony and showed them where they were staying for the next few weeks while they waited for the replacement parts for their vessel to arrive. Of course, their hyperdrive was bad, badly damaged. In order to get back home, they needed it to be fixed. So for now, there's a bit of safety and an actual bed to sleep in while they wait. 
From there, they were left to their own devices, which meant an immediate trip to a bar to de-stress and get some booze down their necks. Most of the crew headed to a dive bar-styled establishment called McCready's. Zam Brazel, however, was not feeling super appreciated and decided to head out himself, heading to another bar situated in this colony called The Last Call. His night was one of beers, paid for with a sleek black credit card he found aboard the Icarus. There he drowned his sorrows in solitary and peace, and also a very brightly coloured Hawaiian shirt. So he really blended in with the crowd. Meanwhile, not far from him, in McCready's, the rest of the group were there, sharing a drink, and Wendy got into an altercation with a group of antisocial colony workers. The Doc, Blaze, Quill, Sarah and Roy watched on as four burly miners got their asses handed to them by someone who was clearly pleased to vent some anger, and maybe, just maybe, had some military training she wished to unleash. Although there was one moment when she laughed maniacally as she was being kidney punched, which scared the warden no end. (laughs) Not long afterwards, Dr. Forrest had a moment and he once again saw something out of the corner of his eye, a haunting presence that seemed to be following him ever since he was on the O'Brien. But how he would deal with its continued existence is anyone's guess. And that's where we pick up this week. Well, in fact, the camera opens up. It, it, we see a black screen. And we see the first the strumming of a guitar. And a haunting cover of Only You in an in electro country. <laughs> Plays. As, we, as the camera then fades in to a smoky bar lit with warm colours and neons, a few people milling around, and a figure in a Hawaiian shirt, sitting at at the bar of the last call on Cassius Prime. Of course, sticking out like a glow stick in a cave with the way he's dressed, but Zan Brazel sits nursing an empty empty pint glass, His, his eyes a little... A little glassy and red. How would you, instead of me describing how what Zam looks at this moment, let's catch the the viewers and listeners up on what Zam looks like at this moment in time. So he's going to be hunched over the bar. He's going to be like he's a few cups deep, there. isn't he? He's had a few. He's not wasted. But he's, he's a, yeah, he's no. He's what five drinks in? I think. I think we said yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, he's just going to be cradling this. This empty glass. Um, yeah, eyes a little red. He's not crying, but his like bottom lip. It's just raining on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, points for that reference. Love that. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, so he's yeah, he's just kind of like. He's he's gone very quiet because uh, I think when we last left him, he was up on a table de- uh, singing. 
Oh, now he's he's gone well into yeah. that kind of like melancholy stage of being drunk. Yeah. And like people are giving Zam his space and like still sat at the bar and occasionally the barman sort of checks on him, cleaning glasses and um, and over the melodies of the electro country cover songs, you're nursing your glass. Out the corner of your eye, you see someone sort of just approach the bar. You hear more that the atmosphere is definitely picked up a little more. Um, it's a it's around you is the atmosphere of lots of people relaxing and having a good time. Um, and just take it. It's, it's a chilled atmosphere, but it's a it's that nice moment of a pub. Do you know what I mean? Where everyone's just yeah. in a really good mood and talking and stuff. Where Zam's in a space of his own. Just out of the corner of your eye, you, you notice someone just a- approach you, and you see them order yeah. a round of drinks. And just out of the corner of your eye, it's sort of slightly blurry, but they just figured sort of looks over to you, and you just hear a voice going, "Are you okay? Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Don't you worry about me." And he's gonna offer up the the empty glass to the barman as if you know, I'll have another one. And he sort of, he's just, he's just pouring, and he, he sort of nods in agreement. Yeah. And the voice goes, "It's Zam, isn't it?" What? What? Zam? It's Zam, right? Uh, no, no, I think you got me confused with someone else. No, 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 no. We met earlier. You were an asshole and called me a valet. I, I, I remembered you. It's it's yeah yeah. I mean, you you were easy to remember then, and and now I don't think I will ever forget this. I've never seen this. You're not really catching me at my best. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm sorry about earlier. I was an asshole. Sorry about that. No, no, no. Let me get those for you, and he'll uh, he'll pass the the card. That's the the barman. Pay for for the red drinks. And uh, you see the the figure of Bex, the the worker that obviously <laughs> Zam was previously a little bit surly with when they first arrived at the planet. And uh, she sort of smiles. She she gives you a sort of knowing look. She can she can tell that you're half cut. She's like, well, that's that's very kind, but I can I can get these. No, no, no. This is not me. Yeah, you know. Uh... Okay. To say sorry, yeah. yeah. She she notices the card as it's passed over, and then her eyes widen a little <laughs> bit. Holy shit! Um, yeah, you sure you're okay? It's like, uh, you know, it, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, usually yeah, takes fine, folks fine. a couple of months before they end up staring at the bottom of a glass around this place. So, uh, I mean, I can well, see I'm you're not... clearly an overachiever, but where's the rest? Yeah, where's the rest of your crew? Is it... No, screw. Them. Oh, oh, it's like that. You don't, you, you don't get along with them. Not really. I don't get along with most people. You could probably tell. There's a lot of people like that around here. Trust, trust me. You know, I mean, I mean, this, this, what I'm seeing right here, this is a complete individual. But there's a lot of people around here that don't get along with people. Um, in this bar, particularly, you're okay. This is why me and my friends hang out. Do you want to look? Do you want to join us? Ah, oh, no, no, you're okay. Uh, 
Lordy, and, and she heads bar. over. Don't and worry about it. You can see just behind her. There's there's like a couple of figures. There's a, there's another sort of female figure. Um, with sort of dark dark hair. She's got like a a stripe of like sort of almost a, a, like a neon green that's sort of faded with a wash. And there's another sort of um large gentleman, pretty pretty stocky looking. And they're like, and like Bex is like, are you sure? You know, we're just no, no, we're just I'm, hanging I'm out. Fine. Nah, you, you don't worry about me. I'll, I'll be fine. He's just gonna start as he starts having his having uh, his beer. Okay, because um, you've had so many beers, I'm gonna ask you to make it. This is this is not a stress test. Um, no. Now, for those those watching, make a make a body save. Um, for those watching, body obviously, save, yeah. yeah, there are checks for body save, and normally when you fail a check, you get stress. <laughs> um, I narratively only. I, I've chosen to only. For moments like this, he shouldn't okay. get stressed about. He shouldn't get stressed about getting pissed. <laughs> uh, Thirty-seven, so he's going to fall off his stool. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! Oh, and yeah. you, you see, like, uh, 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 friends come along, and is, is this guy okay? I gotta say, I love his shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, 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 no, look. Come, come over here. Look, we got a, we got a booth down here. You just sit, sit here. Trust me, it's, it's. You don't have, have as far to fall. Look, just if you're gonna if you're oh, gonna okay. finish that if you're gonna finish that just just sit here and look you can just chill. They don't do food here, but um, do you want any like snacks? Do you want any nuts or anything like that? We have ham. Oh good. No, no, no. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, let, let's let's just get him. Let's get him. Um, and uh, they get you situated in the in the corner booth, and uh, you uh, and Zam is now has company. Sat round and they just. Oh, good. Is <laughs> <laughs> he sat there and? So how do you find how are you finding the place? Too bad. Got a good vibe. Really? I mean, nah, I, I suppose. A like me, yeah. I suppose. Uh, oh, you're not a loner. Come on. Loners uh, always say yeah. that they say they're loners, but then they end up on a sh- on a ship with about six other people for about twelve months. If you're a loner, you don't you don't choose to confine yourself with other people. Loners like they they travel planets, they sleep under the stars. Loners do not hang around in space for an elongated period of time with other people. Maybe you're, maybe you're not the loner that you think you are. Uh, my crazy ex-wife would uh, say otherwise. Oh, oh, of course. Oh, I see. Uh, what is she the reason that? And Bex just points to the drink. Yeah, what are the reasons? She used to like drinking pints. And and you see the other female goes, "What happened?" And Bex and the other guy look at her like. <laughs> and what does Zam do now that he has the chance to open up you don't have to do it all you don't have to say it all but does Zam he's going to tell them then he's going to tell them the whole sordid tale okay okay the gardener. okay and as Zam starts talking we fade out and then he's probably going to mention what happened to the gardener 
which might freak them out a little bit. Okay. Just for our um, viewers and listeners, <laughs> let's paint a little picture. You don't have to. Yeah. Re- you don't have to say. It. But what does Zam tell them in a, in a roundabout way? Give us the broad so, strokes. Yeah, he's going to recount the tale of how he he's convinced that Bernice was having an affair with the gardener, and then he pummeled the gardener to near death, and then had to jump on board a ship to get away. <laughs> and how he regrets his mistake. What does he regret? I think he obviously blatantly regrets not being a married man anymore. Oh. Let's stay in this moment for a little bit. Because <laughs> 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 when he says that, it's like, how do you mean? I mean, you, I mean, let me get this right. You almost kicked this guy into oblivion right and then you then, oh yeah pretty much yeah. then you just took off yeah maybe um, stepped to left so how are you not still married it's kind of tricky I mean emotion are you yeah, saying you're emotionally right. detached from the entire scenario she's you know still back at home but I'm you know Halfway across the galaxy. Have you spoken to her since? Nope. Okay. Well, I mean... Things are starting to make a little sense. I think you kids call it... It's complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seemed pretty simple from where I was, but... uh, I think we're going to need another round of drinks. So, um... Look. Look, you're here now... All of that shit's sectors away. Um, let's just chill. I mean, let, let's put on some, someone put on some goddamn cheerful music. Um, they put on Uptown Girl. That's it. That's the end. <laughs> Ooh. Roll me a D one hundred. Oh god. Fifth, I, I, I was going to destroy will, the fucking colony. If I they will put say seventy five. And above, because there's a lot of music in the world. But seventy, let's give it a bit of a chance. Seventy-five and yeah. above, Uptown Girl, a cover of Uptown yeah. Girl comes on. Okay. What What does a thirteen get me? Thirteen. It doesn't come on. You're worried I every time a song. By Black Lace instead. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. The whole bar's doing that. <laughs> I could do. <laughs> um. Yeah. For so. all viewers, do not Google it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just let it go. It's completely fine. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you don't need this in your life. Otherwise, you'll be rolling panic checks. Trust us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as they're sort of, they're sort of trying their best to cheer Zam up, and we could possibly roll for that. See if they actually achieve that. In a moment, we will. Uh, we will fade out of this scene. Back into Macready's. Where um, the bar, the barman is, you know, the the mess has been mopped up, and uh, Doc, you were uh, you were in the doorway after having that that brief moment, that strange moment that no one else saw, but you, but you did. 
Are you heading back to the table? What's what's happening in this bar? I think I'm still looking around outside mm. to see if I can see any any trace of either of them. And your eyes... Obviously, he had a very uh, successful panic check last time, so he's laser-focused. So any checks for the next 15 minutes, I think it was, or something like that? that yeah, that's what I wrote down. Yeah, you have advantage on. Um, and so from inside, I think Wendy... Um, Maybe Blaze as well. They were they were clocking at the docks. He stopped for a moment yeah. and he's he's definitely looking around for something. Um, Did he take the the bottle of booze with him? Nope. No. Yeah, he left almost mid. Uh, so <laughs> 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 uh, he almost he almost le- left sort of mid conversation. He wasn't involved in the conversation, but he literally just had a moment and then just left. Um, you look around, dot. You don't see anything. You do see. Um, the people that were absolutely just battered, um, just sort of, you know, not too far away and like bleeding mouths and stuff and just grumbling. Then you see a few figures approaching the bar. There's about three of them, and uh, immediately, and they seem to be dressed in sort of wor- worker sort of shirts, but they have like a a vest on, a sort of a padded padded vest over the top. You see a little bit of a name badge, and um, there's an older figure leading them. Sort of grey hair, look, looks fairly grizzled, fairly fairly stocky. He's probably about, he's not the tallest guy, he's about 5'5", five five, but he looks like he's muscle. Another, another two with him who, who split off and immediately head over to where these guys are just sort of bent over and they're just sort of talking to them. Um, and you see the, the short gentleman, he doesn't, he's heading into the bar, so he's not even looking at you, Doc. Um, and it's at this point the rest of you see this this figure um, enter the bar, and he clearly, he doesn't look like the rest of the people in here, he clearly looks like security of some kind, and he heads directly, bang, just straight over to the, the bar itself. And it's just, you can just see him, you know, and the group around the table have that moment of, the conversation stops, and everyone's like, you know, when well, something happens in a pub and you know, everyone's aware of it. Wendy, what is Wendy doing at this point? Wendy's kind of got her back to the the bar, I'm guessing, hasn't she? I think Blaze has got a better. Wasn't she it? bringing drinks back over? To she table? she had brought drinks back. Wendy had done that. Mm-hmm. She had essentially China O'Brien the shit out of a lot of people and sat down like nothing happened. Uh, but she was quite pleased with herself. Yeah. Um, uh, and Sarah was like, "You're going to have to teach me some of those moves." So yeah. Wendy's pretty chill. Wendy's Wendy's very chill. Wendy looks. Wendy looks happy, <laughs> which is a concept apparently that exists. But Wendy really looks quite cheerful. Mm. So Blaze, whilst Wendy's sort of like pretty chilled out, you can I see you can, at the bar. You notice them at the bar and like the the older gents talk to them and the. And the I'm kind of thinking that Wendy might notice that he's noticed, though, in a kind yeah. of like, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy! And you can see... Under like, six! The, the barman look over and sort of nudge in their direction, and you see the, the older guy sort of turns around. He sort of nods, he says a couple of things, and then he begins walking over to the table. Um, not, a, not in an aggressive manner. You can immediately, and I would say, Blaze, you can immediately clock this and Wendy if, if, you, if you turn around and notice him he's got the sort of uh, the standing of 
ex-military at some point. Do you know what I mean? He he's, he looks he looks older, but this is someone that was probably military. He's, he's got some sort of military background at some time. Um, but he he walks over pretty casually and is just sort of like, "Evening, folks. How's everything going?" Great. Pretty How good. are you? Good. I um. I'm sorry to bother your evening. I heard there was, um, well, we had report of a little incident that just happened just a moment ago, um, involving a, well, a couple of known figures and around here, and um, I just wanted to check up that everything was okay. Well, a girl wants to buy a drink. Someone gets in the way the girl defends herself that's it I mean there's defending herself and then there's well that's some pretty impressive work I mean thank you I just I just want to say um, Stockton and uh, his friends they're they're no stranger to us here um and certainly, it's not the first time that I've uh, had reports of an altercation with them, but this is the first time that um, he's had to pick up his teeth. So, um, part of me uh, is applauding you right now. Thank um, you. But also, I would not be doing my job if I did not, um, as security of this place, uh, make sure that we're not going to have a problem moving forward. Um, I believe... Um, you are the folks that uh, came in earlier today. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Um, is it possible to see your ID cards? Just a second. Just a. It's just a formality. Only need. I just want to make a note of everything. He's being. There's not an aggressive. He's just. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's so, like there you go. Yeah. These these good people had nothing to do with it. It was just me, little old me, on my own. Um, and when it when he looks up, Blaze, we know Blaze is a military man. And when I say we, everyone here, including you, lovely people at home, is Blaze quite clearly like? Does he have dog tags? Is there is there no hiding? Is he is he one of those? It's he doesn't have dog tags, but it's the way he sits, haircut, demeanor. <laughs> Just generally, yeah. Very, very uh, tightly wound. <laughs> tightly wound. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you can see like this security officer sort of look here. Yeah, everything seems to be in order. Um, sorry about that. I just want to. I mean, obviously, it's your first night here, and I apologise for. Um, well, Stockton usually spends more time in the overnight cells, but hope you understand that I uh, I don't want to see you people spend any time in the overnight cells. So um, I hope I can uh, take it that we're not going to have any problems moving forward. From the looks of it, he won't be bothering you again, but um, if you do have any trouble, please, um, me or my uh, crew, just, just let us know. I'm, uh, I'm O'Bannon, Chief O'Bannon my name well 
I shall be sure to call you before taking any action. Okay. I, I mean, don't get in me future. don't get me wrong. I mean, you can clear, maybe, you can clearly yeah. handle yourself. You know, if anything, I'm just saying this for the safety of other people who might want to cross you. You shouldn't. You should never approach strangers asking for trouble. So, uh, well, um, enjoy the rest of your night. And uh, like I say, anything else, just let us know. Um, and he he sort of nods, gives the ta- gives the entire table a bit of a glance, sort of clearly clocking in the way that you you military guys clock everything he's checking everything checking all the boxes and he heads back over to the bar and begins talking to the guy and you see like you can feel that the atmosphere the tension releases a little bit he's clearly you know he's asked his questions and gotten his information and now he's leaving you to it whereas Doc, you can see. You, I mean, you, if you watch this guy, so you've probably watched this guy walk over. You watched all of this happen. And as you look back, you can see like the other security people. You can clearly tell the security now begin leading those beaten fellas <laughs> off somewhere, somewhere else. Um, and they look like they've done it before. And you do notice that these these people they have these sort of batons at their side. And you would have noticed this on the chief as well. He has a he has like a, a stun baton at his side, and another sort of he has something in a holster. Doesn't look like a like a straight up military pistol. Um, I think the doc would have this with disadvantage, but everyone would have clocked this. So if everyone everyone here, this is all, almost a perception mm-hmm. role. I'm just I'm playing. I'm bending the rules a little bit, so this is not not stress. But just make, an, just make me an intellect check. Does this mean that because I'm laser focused, it's just a straight roll for me to? Yes, yes, it would be. Um, and military, would mil- military, military, military training, training would help. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Fail. 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 Okay. Fail. Three. Three. That's a big success. Yeah, yeah. You immediately clock this. It's a weapon. Yeah, it's it's a weapon. It's it's like a taser pistol. That's what this is. <laughs> You immediately clock this. It look, you know, it's quite a powerful thing. Um, won't kill you, but it'll take you down. Depends who's blasting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and do you know, I mean, Doc, you would have noticed that the chief had. That they're all decked out with this. They've all got one of these things, and these aren't like these aren't like magnum size. This is just like a pouch thing, but definitely looks like it has a grip. Um, and after a short while, the chief turns round, gives you all a nod as he walks out. Can I just give him a slight military back? Yeah, he notices that and nods, heads back. Okay, um, what the hell was that? We're not going to be in any trouble, are we? Yeah. Not with Wendy around. (laughs) Well, hallelujah. No. (laughs) <laughs> Roy goes back level with you. I thought we were going to spend a night in the brig. You didn't do anything. And I did. And I was justified. When has that ever mattered? 
Anyway, where's Duck? I will walk over there. Back <laughs> over to the... <laughs> Duck. Duck. We can't speak. We can't speak to real people. Help. <laughs> Latrines that way. I'll just walk back to the table and just sit down. Do you want Pour another drink? Down it. Oh, you down it. Oh my, I was about to say, do you want another drink, but you're clearly alright? Yes, I would like another drink, please. Alright, pour me another one. Um, and you see, did, like, Sarah, did, Sarah's looking at you. Did that disturb actually. you, Doc? Hmm? Did that? No, Wendy, it didn't. I wouldn't have thought so. I think someone's playing a game with me and I don't like it. Games? Love games? <laughs> I, I don't believe I've ever played love games. <laughs> Sorry, Vince. Cat's just walked in the room, I'm sorry. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, this is the point where the show just goes completely off air. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Sarah's sort of... Um, she's, she looks a little... She's, she's obviously thoughtful about something. She's just, she says to the table, um, obviously we're, we're going to be here for a couple of weeks, but I was... I think it's... I want to try and um, get a message to home. Obviously, let my family know where that I'm okay. You know, there's people that are going to be worried about us, worried about all of us. Surely, we're... do you think? Do you think they'll have something? I'll, I'll be able to get a message to someone. There, there's bound to be some kind of. Communication station here. Okay. We'll okay. we'll we'll ask someone in the morning. Okay. Okay. Good. You see how that that puts her ease a little bit. Um, and for the rest of this evening, what do the party do? Are they just finishing their drinks and heading back to their? I say bunks, but they've actually got little rooms now. So finished drinks, but how oh, are we drinking for? How? Doc? How? Oh yes. <laughs> well, the doc wants to drink until he can't remember. You know what? Okay. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to ask for? I would like a body I save. I don't want to. From everyone, and I'm going to make them <laughs> for the NPCs. <laughs> Is this one? Does this include stress? Um, let's, yeah, if you get a critical fail, it will include, include stress. Don't get a fail. Don't get a critical fail. Does this include Zam as well, or is this just not yet Zam? Not yet. Their party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The rest of the party, apart from Quill, are very drunk. What failures? Is it success and failures. Would it dock? Um, well, my body score is 24. I rolled 24. Oh, that's yeah. I count that as a success. Meets it, beats it. Um, oh, yeah. All those years of trying to 
destroy yourself with booze have uh, built up such <laughs> such a tolerance and also this isn't this isn't a really i mean this is stra- you know this is whiskey this is you know you can clean brushes with it but it's not the pure stuff that you're used to so you know um blaze what did we get fail okay so blaze is his body's a temple and it's a sloshy temple. It's now. a sloshy temple covered in paint right now. Um, Wendy, what did you get? Fail forty-three. A fail. Yep. Doc, Doc, you are surrounded. You and Quill. Quill is the only person who is stone cold sober, and he's just been sat there pretty quiet for most of the evening, just taking everything in. Um, so you will probably have to help everyone back. <laughs> I mean, Quill can take the. For bulkier folks, um, but you'll have to help Sarah and Roy. Hey, the, Admiral, Admiral Mittens is there. Come <laughs> and join us, Admiral oh. Mittens. <laughs> I've always got time for a cat cameo. Me. Oh, we're getting one. I'm gonna try. <laughs> no, he's run away. He's run uh, away. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> he's obviously seen the other episodes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it takes a little while, and this will probably this you might have to make some rolls when you wake up in the morning. But everyone can hmm. get back to their quarters. Um, very, very drunk. Back in the last call, Zam and the other his his drinking buddies for the evening. Um, Jake. Is the gentleman? You didn't get his second name. Jake's the Jake's the gentleman, and the other girl is Vanya. That's V A N Y A. And they're just they're just they're just nice people. Jake, Vanya and Bex. Bex, yeah, and they're just genuinely nice people um, who do get a little bit. Yeah, they get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but there's whereas there was violence, there was tension, there was maybe something a little bit haunting about what happened in McCready's. Um, we cut to celebrate. <laughs> as they say in Azam, come on! Does does Zam? What happens to Zam right now? Zam started this session at the bottom of a glass. Where is he? Where is it? What has this done to him? How will this? How will he react to kindness and alcohol? They're they're up on the dance floor, yeah. There's not so much a dance floor, but there is. They are just sort of like they're you know they're just like dancing. They're they're creating a a small party out out of like the bar. Which way do I do it? Do I kill the buzz? <laughs> Roll. Roll if you've do got. I do what Zam. Roll for Buzzkill. I feel like Zam is an ever-evolving character. This can be. What are we? What are you? What are the terms you're setting yourself, Jim? Before we do these rolls. Right, so I was going to say, I was going to say, fifty or above, and he kills the buzz. And uh, anything below that, he was going to join in. I okay. Roll the forty-eight. So. <laughs> He's going to get up and dance with him. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> Yes! Amazing. Amazing. 
And uh, we'll do one more body save for Zam just to make sure if he finishes the night just as pissed as everyone else. I mean, he is pretty. I mean, he is. He has been drinking a lot. So yeah. So uh, body is thirty, and I just rolled forty-three. Oh yeah. Am yeah. I getting a point of stress for that? No, you won't get a point of stress because yeah. Zam is in a pretty good mood right now. Okay. <laughs> Somehow these NPCs performed a miracle, and I don't know <laughs> how that happened. But um, and certainly yeah, they. Well, he's gonna go on. He's gonna give them all really awkward hugs, and then stumble back to his yeah. his little part. Yeah. His, his he's got the broom closet, isn't he? Yeah. So, uh... there, well, there, there's. <laughs> and uh, when you when you say about that, Zam, Bex is like, oh, they gave me one of those rooms. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. They they suck. Does it smell like cheese? Yeah, a little bit, but that might be me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want him. <laughs> it's a bad. Uh, well, um, look, this is as you can tell, this place isn't exactly a hotel, but don't be surprised if you know things don't always work in those. In everyone's quarters, like the lights go on and off, and it's just you know sometimes the water from the tap smells like. Uh, Ass. Uh, but don't worry about it. It ain't but, no hotel. It's got a good ballet. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, look, because I'm such a good ballet. I'm the best ballet. The best ballet. Um, no, you're the best ballet. <laughs> Shot. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Oh. Anyway, I, I, if anything goes wrong with your place, I know a guy. I know a I, I know a guy. I know it's a guy. okay. I know things myself. Well, so well, you know what? Well, he knows his place, so he's a bit of a tinkerer, like a real, like he's like like a tech nerd, like. Okay. Yeah, if you need uh, something fixed or like, he loves his retro. Stuff, all gadgets and stuff. I think he thinks light bulbs are below him, but I always say they're above him. <laughs> anyway, that's a really good one. Uh, anyway, you're gonna stumble a bit, bump into the table. Yeah, well, if you need, if you, if you need anything for anything at all, just give him this. She, she like badly writes out now. <laughs> Where's my note? Oh, pen, pen, and uh, give him this, and tell him Beck sent you, and this can be one of those favors he owes me. His name, name's Fletcher. Fletcher, and he work. He's he's in the habitat maintenance. Uh, yeah, but don't don't be. He's a, he's a quirky guy, you know. He's a, don't be a lot. Don't be alarmed. Okay. Okay. Uh, should we get another drink? Are they still on you? Supper. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, one more for the road before everyone just stumbles out singing, arms around each other. The rest of the party do not see this. So po- possibly, folks, the most epic moment of the entire season... 
Zan Prassel stumbling out, stumbling out with a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> in a gang, and the party don't witness. It's it. like Luke Skywalker going into the cave, isn't it? It's you know <laughs> finding his truth and coming yeah. back. You know. <laughs> and eventually, eventually, Zam, you you make the the long walk. It's not too long, um, but you make it back to your quarters. Yeah. Now, and everyone gets a, a night's sleep. Wee. And uh, on Does the screen, change our stresses. <laughs> no, what is your uh, what is your what is everyone's stress level right now? Eleven. Zam's on thirteen. Zam's on thirteen. Ooh, I tell you what, for a bit of fun, for a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Let's have this because I think when you no- say fun, this <laughs> well, hopefully this whole game's been fun, Lizzie. Um, <laughs> because everyone went out and let's face it, in their own way, enjoyed themselves. Um, I mean, the dark had had a bit of a moment. No, did didn't enjoy himself. So he will get dis- disadvantage on this roll. This Yay. this is not a stress-inducing roll, though. Okay. So we will take this, and I'm just going to do an impromptu shore leave roll right now. Ooh. Okay. This is the first night you've you've you're literally you're on solid ground. There's a real releasing of tension. You decide to, to drink, and it all went quite well. Um. So I assume 15 minutes have passed, and I'm no longer laser focused. Yeah. You let. Uh. No. Yeah. You won't get laser focused for this. I would think. Um. Actually, I will give you a straight roll, Doc. I'm not going to be cruel. I'm going to give you a straight roll on this. So you're not going to. That give is me... not like you. That is. <laughs> and obviously, you don't have to spend the credits for this. This is purely you've done these actions because of the way you played it and the way everything played out. These are just going to be rolls. So, if you could all give me a sanity save and let me know if you success, if you succeed or fail. Oh dear. There's nothing that's going to help with this, is there? No. This is just a straight roll. Uh, my sanity is 35, and I rolled a 34. Oh. Sam's having a great night. Okay, Sam is having a great night, because I'm also going to let the players possibly level up if they do this. Um, okay. Then, I would say, roll me a D10. Oh, oh wait, so it's a D5 essentially. So it'd be a D10 and then half that. Yeah, so I've got a four, so that'll be two. Okay. You can take that off your stress. You relieve two levels of stress. And because you succeeded, you can add two points to your sanity, fear, or body. So you could add, and, but that doesn't mean you have to add it to one. You could add one to sanity, one to fear. Do you know what I mean? That's. I'll add two to a body because that'll take it up to 32 then. Okay. Uh, Wendy, you, did you fail? I failed. Okay. I was after a 20 and I got a 36. Okay, well, uh, roll me a d10. Oh, a d5, sorry. <laughs> Four. You relieve that much stress. Nice. I'm so chill. Excuse <laughs> me, Wendy is so chill. Uh, amazing mm-hmm. what beating the leather out of people. <laughs> um, Blaze, did you... <laughs> 
<laughs> Blaze, how did you do? I failed. I okay. got an 89 and I was trying to get 20. Okay. Uh, roll me a d10. Half it. Five. Do I roll up or down on this show? Up. Ah, oh, up. So three points of stress. You can take three points of stress off. Blaze had quite a good evening just watching the show, so it kind of makes sense that he's. It was a yeah, yeah, like a night at the opera. And in some ways, if, if people think like mechanically, you know, why are you allowing this to happen? They also got got drunk and had a good time. So this is like they've drunk, you know. Possibly the stress has melted away with all that booze. Doc, what did you get? Uh, my sanity is 53, and I rolled 57. Oh. Well, you can still do the same. You can roll me a d10, half it. That is a three. Okay. Is that what you rolled, or is that with... I rolled, a, I rolled three. All right, so you can relieve two stress. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> And uh, the next morning comes around, and the party are left to their own devices. Um, they can see in roll twenty right now that there is. Um, they should be able to see that there is a kind of a a map, a, a, a very crude map of the layout of this place. They are in the D block of the worker habitats. Um, and it's up to you what what you guys make plans for the next day how does the party do you all uh, do you all want to meet up you can all do your own different things as well there are you are going to be here for a couple of weeks you maybe made a bit of a splash on your first evening so how do you want to treat we can we can roll forward a couple of days we can treat this as a downtime as well getting used to the well, place I think... <clears throat> sorry drop my pencil um, I think for the like the next day, the doc would keep his promise to Sarah and would go with her to try and find some kind of communications unit so she can reach home. Okay. Shut up! <laughs> That's not a nice way to treat her. Oh no! <laughs> That's an admiral you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, admiral! Okay. Shut up, sir. Yeah. Um. Then I would probably say like the habitat ma- maintenance and management and stuff like that. That's almost like a little hub. All the security. <laughs> Is a is like a you know uh, information sort of hub. Um, you can go to either one. Which one would you like to go to, Doc? Security or the sort of habitat, sort of maintenance and and management, if you know what I mean. Um, go to I go to the management area because they'll almost certainly be able to tell me where to go if I'm yeah. in the wrong place. Yeah, and certainly when you um, arrive at this block, there are several. There's there's like a, a the biggest part of it seems to be storage. Um. And this is sort of like um, where the people's effects are, you know, everything they put into storage, etc. There is also, there's a place where people can just, talk, you can tell workers of this colony can go in, they can pick up, you know, the, the standard living stuff, you know, your toilet rolls and, you know, just the toothpaste and everything for someone that's going to go in, check in, get some stuff. So there is a household stocks is what it's kind of, it's like a stock warehouse kind of thing. Um, you'll know you you you're probably been aware of such places, things like this before. That workers within these sort of corporations, when they when they stay on a station or a colony like this for some time, they can, they go in and they don't spend their own money to do this. If they if they're contracted for long work, almost like the day to day living is part of their contract, so they can ha- hand over their ID cards and it's almost tallied up. 
So that's how they do those sort of things. And there is the management sort of room and the maintenance. Um, and that's the sort of place you, you head to. Um, when you head it, head in there, you do see that it's like an office. There, there's a guy milling around in the background who um, slightly sort of late 50s kind of fella. has got like slick back, sort of shoulder length, sort of greyish hair. And he seems to have a pair of goggles on the, on his, and on the top of his head. And he, he seems to be looking around and doing things and he's milling around. But the one that... One at the um, at the desk and the manager is a slightly older woman, um, probably late forties, um, sort of almond sort of skin. Looks like you know she's she's got the she's got quite a cheerful sort of demeanour. She's clearly the front of desk sort of person, um, and she talks you you know where, what what would you like to ask her about? Um, I just. Obviously, Sarah is with me, so I just said, "Excuse me, this this lady would like to get a message home." Oh, I see. Um, well, <clears throat> uh, we're having a few issues with our communications at the moment. Um, I think, I think technically, we might be able to. Um, we can try and get a message out, um, but it could be a, a couple of days. Um, uh, admin have told us that we're having something problem some, some of the relays that um we normally bounce a signal off are are not responding I'm, I'm ever so sorry and you can see like sarah's she looks a little bit distressed by this and the woman clocks this and means like, i'm so sorry i'll um if you give me if you let me know your details i can get a message to you straight away as soon as we can but i've had a lot of people come to me that are pretty upset about this and um certainly i've got people who want to get in touch with as well but over the last couple of weeks, it's been really hit and miss whether the messages go out. We don't know what's going on. When uh, when you say relays, we're talking a satellite system. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, they, these places, they, um, it's not like those big ones they, they used to have. There's, there's there's smaller, you know, they're not manned anymore, are they? I, I don't think. Um, but they're, they're up there and they help boost the signal. Um, I mean, we've got the, we've got the radar here that helps get the signals out but there's not connecting with anything i think i think there may be a problem with uh them as well but i haven't i haven't been told any more than that but are you able to scan for ships in orbit i wouldn't i wouldn't know about that you'd have to ask someone in administration that's um we just deal with like the day-to-day sort of running of where would i find administration um that's back um in the sort of Hub, the one that um, you you probably saw it when you um, you came to this place. You're, you're one of the the new folks, aren't you? They're staying with us for a couple of yes, weeks. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm 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 so sorry about this. Is there anything else I can get you? Is there anything else you need? Um, no, I'm I'm fine, thank you. Okay. Um, yeah. Once again, I, I'm sorry. If there is anything else, just 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 let me know. Um, my name's Portia, by the way. If you if, if you need. If you need anything, just I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like you know, um, you you seem like nice people. Normally, I get people <clears throat> they can be a little bit abusive when they ask for these kind of things. But um, no, no, I understand technical issues <clears throat> happen. I'm going to go um, talk to administration. Sarah, are you coming with me or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. come with you. I, I I I don't know what else to do around here. Well, if you um, if you look on there, there there's some screens there you, the, with a list of uh, things you can do. Keep yourself entertained. 
while you're here. Keeps my mind busy. But that's as much as you get. That communication okay. is not. Going to go to the administration <clears throat> place. Okay. So you would have to <clears throat> take the monorail back to the central hub. <laughs> monorail, 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 monorail. Um, back to the hub, which you saw before, which is a bit of a. And then, then there, once again, there are workers going backwards and forwards. And, uh, and eventually you get to an information desk there. Uh, and we'll pick up with that shortly. What else, what else is everyone doing? Doc has immediately done this. So if you don't want to do this on the first day, we can treat all of these sort of downtime or you know whatever activities you want to do. This can happen over a, a, a number of days. We don't necessarily have to play everything out minute by minute. Otherwise, this game would last forever. Although we love playing it. So. But you know what I mean. We can, you know, it could be over this week. I want to be drinking all the well, time. <laughs> Blaze, inspired by Wendy's performance in the bar, is going picking going fights. To... <laughs> he's just he's just going to start street fights. Going to go to the boxing gym and dojo. Ah, nice, nice. Now. All of the places here within this place. Obviously, this is a this is an entire colony that's built up to basically keep the workers here sane, active, you know, healthy in their own kind of way, um, whether it be mentally, physically, you know. So these aren't top of the range space station, or certainly they're not even close to military training facilities. Um, but it's, I would say, it's more. It almost feels more like an old school boxing gym and dojo. Um, and because you're not an Explore employee, there is a cost with this. Okay. What's the damage? The damage is... Let's have a look. Now, it will be 50 credits per... How do I do this? Now, normally it says it'd be 50 credits per week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, depending on how many times you want to go. Every day. Okay. <clears throat> You're going to be going in there. You're going to be doing, like, cardio training and everything like that. Um, let's have a bit of fun with this. And, cer- and certainly, there are people. There are there are some people that are, you know, think they're pretty tough and they're they're pretty stocky people. There are some people that are just just there to try and keep fit and just keep the cardio up. And you immediately clock which ones, you know. There there are some that are just cock of the walk and they immediately look at you, absolutely shredded and built like <laughs> built like a Lego man. <laughs> um. So, are you just doing it just to keep your fitness up, or are you going to have a go with a couple of people? Oh, yeah, 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 fight, 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 fight. Okay. Then, where to go, toots, to? I'm going to say, roll me, it's going to be like a skill challenge, we're going to treat this as a skill challenge. Okay. So it's best of three. I want you to give me 
Three combat checks. Right. Do you want to add anything to your combat? My hand-to-hand melee fighting. Yes, you can add... plus 15. Plus 15. <laughs> okay. So, first one. Wait, is it zero ten, or is it zero zero? As what did you roll on the, on the uh, a twenty and a zero? That's twenty. That's just twenty. That's, so yeah. twenty five, uh, thirty five. Oh, that's a fail. Now hang on, hang on. What is your combat number? Thirty nine. Oh no, wait, it's a success. Success because <laughs> you you add fifteen. I'm... You add that fifteen to the thirty nine. So, oh, you... God, I. I... Yeah. Ask backwards. And you got you got a twenty nine. Is that what you said? Or twenty? I can't. No, remember. flat flat twenty. Because I'm adding it to the wrong thing. Flat, I'm, I'm being an flat idiot. 20, no, just 20. Flat twenty. Flat yeah. twenty. You knock the first fella out. <laughs> it takes a couple of rounds, <laughs> but bang, you know, yeah. Um, make their second check. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> this is the first week, by the way. We're doing that. We're going to do this week, week by week. Over this week, he knocks another guy out who thinks, "Right, I can take him." This one's a bigger dude. It's like, "Yeah, I can take him." We're going to have knocked out Twel- the station. Twelve. By the end of the month. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Now, Where, if you get the gambling, God's sake, <laughs> if you get a success, you might get something from this. If you get a critical success, I might allow something else as well. Filthy mm-hmm. teas. Watch me fail now. 34. <laughs> Success. Okay. Um, it wasn't a critical, but you do have this. If you roll me a, a D10 and half it. Seven. 3.5, Vince. I'll say four. Four. <laughs> you have... Um, Advantage on the next four. Make a note of this on the next four strength checks. Just flat out because you're just building up your strength. Okay. Um. And just give me because you're because you got three successes as well. I'll allow this. Give me another sanity save. Sixty-six. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. This wasn't a stress-inducing one. This was another. Sh- Maybe not for the game. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is why I tell him afterwards that it was just a sure leave to see if he released if he got rid of any other stress. If you were succeeding, I mean, I'm at, I'm at minimum stress anyway. Ah, right. Oh, good. Cool. You're so calm beating. What is it about the military people in this game? They just get so chill beating the leather out of other people. Um. <laughs> So when, when, whenever anyone else sees Blaze, he's normally soaked in sweat and like you know, but looks pretty happy with himself. He always short shorts, like stringy vest, yeah, bandage up, Galaxy's hands. Gym written yeah. on it or something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Galaxy's Gym, <laughs> yeah. Um, and certainly, even though the people that you've you've beaten up don't like you, you know, you get to know a couple of a couple of the people there. Um, 
and you become a familiar face over those days. They're like, oh. At first, they're like, who's this new guy? And then eventually they get to know you. So Blazes. I helped spot a couple of people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lift with your knees. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's, that's that's week one. We'll treat this as week one over the, over this week one. Cool. Um. Let's move, I think, to Wendy over this week. What's Wendy doing? So the next morning, she doesn't, Wendy gets she, up. she doesn't have a nightmare. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Wendy gets up and goes and buys a couple of kind of breakfast sandwiches, you know, yeah. Yeah. eggy kind of, or whatever kind of processed <laughs> you can get in yeah. bread, um, and stands outside the security office. First thing in the morning. Okay. okay. Um, waiting for whoever the lead guy was. Stockton. Stockton. If Stockton was the, oh, the was lead one. The, no, the... The, the, the oh, person oh, that you, you knocked his teeth out. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly... I'm just going to stand across the way, leaning on the biodome. <laughs> the best, the best <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for him to come out. And... You probably don't let it show, but like everyone, I think has a bit of a headache the next day, apart from the doc. Strangely, um, how oh, you know you're alive? Yeah. Um, but Stockton, and you see a couple of his friends come out, and they're they're looking a bit worse for wear. You can tell that like he's got a shiner as well from where you first hit him, and he hit the bar. Um, you know, there's a bit of a there's definitely a sort of a, a welt. You know, a bit of a swelling on it on his cheek, and he's like, yeah. "You can hear him just sort of from far away going, yeah, 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 yeah." I need to find my fucking teeth. Yeah. Morning. I bought you the soft one. And you see, they all they all sort of tense up for a moment. Like... I didn't get anything for them. They didn't really contribute much. But I like you. What? The... Here. He sort of slowly approaches. The... I'm Wendy. Are you being fucking serious right now? Yeah. And like these, this big paw, like this grizzled miner's paw, just sort of calluses and stuff. Takes a sandwich. So I'm new in this shithole. Yeah, this shithole, yeah. Mm -hmm. And everything here is way too nice. Where the fuck did you get that idea? You've only been here one night, lady, and you fucking knocked half of my jaw out. Yeah. There was nothing else to do. Try being so, here for 15 fucking months. They still got Rips their open. teeth. He starts chewing in there. Anyway. Like an egg. You're going to know the places that aren't on the map. I want you to show me the other side of this town.
Let me get this fucking straight. Uh huh. First, you kicked the shit out of me and my uh-huh. friends here. Yeah. And now you want us to, like, be your entourage showing us, showing you around this place? What's. Look. Yeah. And one of one of his sort not, of friends not, is sort of like. Not this place, not the stuff on the signs and all the kind of neat, kind of fucking biodome bullshit. The good stuff. Fucking, fucking crazy lady. But uh-huh. I might. Uh, when, you, when you say that, he sort of goes <laughs> back a bit. You fuck. Are you being serious? Yeah. And I, I won't try and kill you or anything. So, uh, that shit you pulled last night. Uh huh. Think you can do that again? What? To you? No, not to me. God damn it, no. <laughs> but you know, I might know uh I might know a little bit of an after hours place where a few people go and let loose. Oh my god, Wendy's going to fight Plum <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, this ain't no you know, this ain't no fucking tournament shit. This is uh you know I mean, there's got to be some rules because we still got to do the fucking job. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, what do you think, fellas? We that, we... you know, doing the boxing in the gym or all the kind of, I just, no rules. Just kind of let loose. Okay, okay. I think, uh, I think we might be able to do some, do some business around here. Also, is there anywhere in this hellhole where someone can get a tattoo? And he fucking he lifts up his arm, and there's there's fairly fresh ink. I mean, this is a I mean, it's fairly like tacky sa- a tacky sailor's tattoo. You know, you know, he clearly doesn't have very good taste. Um, but there is a tattoo there. The um, bluer, the better. It's not. It's not strictly. Uh, you know, and it's not an official company business, but we know some people. In this sort of place, in order to stay sane, you gotta know people. You know? And I could tell that you would know people. And you could tell that just by knocking my three of my teeth out. Yeah. You well, get to know someone by knocking their teeth out, don't you think? I couldn't agree more. In fact, I know there's a few people I'd like to introduce you to. So, uh... <laughs> I... Which uh, which shit heap are they got you staying in? We'll uh, we'll send a message your way. We'll 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 put the word out. We'll see when the next uh, next bout is happening, and uh, we'll give you a we'll give you a message. In, um, you just leave a message behind the bar at McCready's. I'll pick it up. What's your What's your name? Wendy. Wendy. Uh... Wendy. You know, okay. you know any other Wendy's? Well, if there are any if like you, lady, holy shit, I'm staying away from them. But, <laughs> but I think this, uh, hey fellas, I think today might not be such so shit after all. 
Get your own fucking sandwich. Um, and uh, Stockton and his goons are now friends with Wendy. <laughs> The DM makes a note. <laughs> okay. Um, after that, Wendy, in due course over the week, will find Sarah and go and do very formal self-defense lessons in the gym and whatever with... Okay. So you know, following we'll... rules and yeah. martial arts and structures and... Mm. Okay. I wave at them from across the room. <laughs> And you knock out the back. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah smacks me in the face. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't, didn't, didn't mean to. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. I think, um, obviously, if you're going to be using the gym facilities, same thing. Yeah. 50 credits for a week. Yeah. Um, but you're going to be uh, training someone. So mm-hmm. we'll, do, we'll, do a si- we'll do a similar kind of thing, I think. Mm. Um, a skill check challenge. Because, um, let's see. I think this is a fun way of doing it. Which skill would you like to use to help train? Would, would you think combat would be? Because you're training her in the art of combat, possibly. Can I do a variety? I can do a pick and mix. If you want to do a pick and mix, yeah, you can. You can. Same thing though. You know, it's all just best of three. Okay. Well, we'll start with some combat. Okay. Okay. Um, feel free to add um, your military training because you are okay. you are utilizing this. I would say use military training for every single one of these because you're utilizing the training methods that okay. you, you, you've had. Cool. So, combat, I am after a 56 or lower. And that is a 40. Oh. Okay, that's one success. I'm, I'm marking this down for mm. Sarah as well, because she might get a level up as well. <laughs> Spoilers, everyone. The NPCs, if they're normal people like Sarah, they don't have a great combat score. So... <laughs> So this might be much needed. Okay, so for your second challenge, my second one, I'm going to kind of make them harder because I want to teach her some good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go for a strength one. Okay. Which is going to be against a forty-three. And that's a that's a one. One and two zeros is a one. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just made her super strong. Okay, okay. Well, this is also something... And I'm going to wish I had that one back later. Okay, okay. <laughs> Make your third one. So you've succeeded on the check. But let's see. If, okay, you, so if you get three successes, go you'll, you'll get some... Speed. Yeah, you'll get some... going to give her a speed thing. So again, that's against the 37. And that is... An, oh, that's an 87. Okay. That's you, so you still, su- fast. you still succeed. Um... Let's have, a, let's have a bit of fun with this. Um, by doing this, this has also helped you as well, and you succeeded. Mm-hmm. So roll me a d5. So d10, half it. Did you even d10? That's a three on the d10. So um, that'll be a two, two, mm-hmm. um, which means 
Sarah will get another two in her combat. You can take two stress off. Oof. I'm so relaxed now. That's what's worrying about yeah. Wendy. Yeah. Um, and uh, certainly there's a couple of guys that do notice you, Wendy, as you're in this gym. You don't, there's not so much... You're only there with Sarah most of the time, but they do notice you. And uh, towards the end of that week, as well, as the week goes on, um, Blaze. Yes. As you're like pretty high and you just sort of, you've got a towel around you and stuff. Guy walks up to you, says, uh, so you, uh, you've knocked out, well, you knocked out two big fellas and, uh, well, you put the other one on his ass. So you're pretty handy in there, between the ropes, yeah? You're just trying to get myself back to match fit. Match fit? What, you're a, a pro, are you? No. Mr. Bucks and the Marines. Oh, right. Oh, military. Oh, right. Well, you ever done any, uh, you ever done any boxing that's out of a ring? Sure. I've seen plenty of combat and plenty of fields. Nice, nice. Um, the name's Banjo, by the way. Banjo, um, Banjo Flanagan. Banjo, please, Kelvin. Oh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, gee. Oh, Christ. Bloody hell. That's a, that's a strong... <laughs> uh, but uh, you're, you're some of that new lot. You know, I've, I've spoken to some of the lads. You tell you what, it's, it's impressive boxing work. But um, I don't know if you'd be interested in this, but there's a few of us that get together and, like, you know, we make a few credits on the side as well. If, you, if ever you want to take part, if you want to spar sort of out of the ropes... Is that something you might be interested in? Possibly. Looking for something a bit more challenging out of the ring. You're after him, Freed. Oh, well. The guys have been sending me a little bit milk toast. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, mate. We have this little, uh, we have this little club. Occasionally we get together just to de-stress and, like, you know, you know, throw some credits around and just have a laugh. <laughs> We've got, uh, there's, there's someone potentially... Look, I'm not going to say too much, but they haven't lost yet, right? And I've heard they're a bit, they're a bit fucking tasty. Do you think? I mean, you don't look. I'm not saying you're, you're scared of a challenge, but do you, do you want to have a go? I can set something up if you want. I'll take a bite. Nice, nice. Uh, well, how can I get hold of you? And uh, banjo. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking banjo. <laughs> banjo starts. He's a Labrador. <laughs> as he, as he's, got, he's got long, scraggly blonde hair. Um, and like a grey stick, he'll chase it. A, a greying beard. And he's always like. So. Uh, <laughs> whenever he sees a squirrel. No. Um, <laughs> and as Banjo is talking to Blaze about. The times and the places. We pan out. And that's where we're going to go to break. Fight club, fight club. <laughs> Wendy fight is going to kick Blaze's ass. <laughs> <laughs> the thing you got to love about RPG games, people, is you never know where they're going to go. <laughs> and the players are always giving me gifts. 
So we'll see what happens, and also what happens with the Doc and Zam over their weeks when we get back from our break. See you in I'm five. I'm joining a fight club. <laughs> hey everybody, Vince here, Game Warden and General Mischief Maker when it comes to the Safe Space Show. Just wanted to say, we hope you're enjoying the show so far, and if you want to find out more about the other podcasts and general news that we have on the, this network, then why don't you follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at LawbreakerPod, and you can follow us on Instagram at LawbreakerRadio. Just to be clear, that's L-O-R-E, Breaker Radio. But follow us there. We'll be sure to follow back and interact with the community and let you know a bit more about what's upcoming on the Lawbreaker Radio Network. But uh, I think without further ado, enough of me. Let's get back to the show. And welcome back. So, when we left, we did some downtime. Um, a bit of Blaze Kelvin's downtime and Wendy's, which somehow may have been aligning some some ways. And one of the wonderful things about the Mothership system... It's kind of a rules light, and that you know, um, we run a lot of the checks by the rules, but it also frees you up to do things like I, you know, I chose to do with those skill challenges, and therefore just give the players a little bit more and have a bit of fun as well, and give an NPC a couple of stats I didn't expect before. So, um, yeah, it's a brilliant system to do that so you can just have some fun with some rolls and stuff. So, but what is Zam doing over the next week, should we say? You can start on the next day, you can have. Your first week of downtime. Uh, well, Zam. He wakes up the next morning with a massive be, hangover, but we don't have to take it yeah. from there. No. Yeah, well, they'll go for breakfast and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think mostly he's going to be focusing on uh, trying to find like the ship is being repaired. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the ship is currently it's docked up. And you're waiting for the um, the Gibbous ship to arrive with the parts right. and, and a couple of couple parts. of engine engineers, yeah. You know. Right, okay. I think he's gonna speak to uh, what was his name? Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah. Um, and see if he can score some some parts to fix the ship. Oh. Okay. So um you head over to, like, say the the habitat and maintenance place that the dock was, but you go at a different time, so you miss out on the dock. Some point during this week, and um, certainly you see this the same figure there, but then when you ask for Fletcher, she's like, oh, yeah, yes, certainly, and she calls over this. And he comes out of a back room, and he's got the goggles. Looks a little bit like like Brad Dorif, kind of. He's got that sort of look about him and uh looks it looks a little bit frowsled in the same kind of way he's got like sort of a, an overall um and when he approaches he immediately smells like scare electrics you know like like burnt electrics and that that kind of thing you know that yeah. you know he definitely he's got that kind of smell about him he's like uh yes how can i help you well, zam's got his overalls on but he's got them like you know tied around his waist uh, with a grubby T-shirt that says "sugar lumps" and an arrow pointing down. <laughs> Fan art, people. Uh, Fan art. <laughs> oh, <no. clears throat> 
I, uh, you're, you're the guy who can, uh, you know, fix stuff and uh, sort people out. Uh, I need some uh, parts for the ship. Ship parts? I, I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, habitat maintenance. I, uh, you know, uh, if you got problems with your light bulbs and such, I can fix that. If you got problem with your comms or you. You know, you know. You could, this you is this is this stuff, is not yeah? a this is not a ship, Doc, sir. I mean, who sent you my way? Well, uh, you know, friend of a friend. Uh, you know, Beck said uh, you can uh, you can help me out. You could with tech and stuff like that. I thought maybe you'd know some people. Beck sent you, did she? Hmm. Yep. Well, and she told you I had ship parts. No, she just said you could help out. I'm well, just trying to find my way around, you know, trying to find some people who might be able to sort me out with some coils, some other stuff. Oh, well, if there's any, um, if there's technical equipment you need, I have all, um, and he's looking at, at Porsche. Like, Step this way, sir. Um, if, if there's anything, I mean, you would like to trade, Yes. I mean, I, I have people come in all the time. I, I have certain things that, you know, I, I, uh, I, I am not so much a, a, a salesman as such, but um, I'm not really a people person. Um, but well, You could uh, put, it, put it all on this, and then you'll give him the captain's credit card. Where did you um get this, sir? Well, you don't need to worry about that. Smart guy like you will find a way around. You know. I do not it. deal in uh, stolen goods, sir. I do not. Um, stolen. Forgive me for was, judging a book by its cover, but this people who do have these sort of cards do not uh, dress in such a manner. Uh, I was. Uh... Uh, that, that he, 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 he passes uh, the card back over. Um, I uh, I will deal in a trade if you have anything to trade. But um, I am not a storefront, sir. I am a. Well, Sam's got nothing. <laughs> Does he want a pamphlet? <laughs> <laughs> Sam doesn't have anything right now. No, true. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, well, what kind of stuff do you need? Well, I um, I have many things. I have uh, there are old. I I specialize in um, some would say say historical tech. I have um, there are hollow cards. I I have a. I have a wonderful old vid box that I got got working. I have communi some communication devices, scanners. Some people like to deal with uh, certain things that aren't necessarily legal anymore. I can uh, things that scan frequencies uh, and yeah. stuff. So you you don't mind doing illegal stuff every now and then, eh? Well, I don't um, I don't sell it, but I am willing to trade. Okay. I Most of you. the things I make are, are purely um. This is a hobby, you do understand. Um, well, I am doing I, it. I might have some uh, old tech for you to look into. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
some interesting stuff. Well, perhaps if um, I can see you do not have it on you now, so uh, I got it on me now, but uh, I can sort you out. Well, perhaps if you're in the next time you uh, drop by, if you bring um, if you bring this and uh, your that which you wish to trade, perhaps we could do um, some business. But, uh, yeah, that sounds like a plan. You're a good guy, Fletch. Yes, uh, Beck says so, but um, please do not do not tell anyone else. I do not want them speaking to me. Uh, I get you, mate. He's going to go find the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she's not easily easy to find over that day. You, you, uh, you know, she has been um, she's been elsewhere sorting out some other things but eventually you do catch up you do catch her sort of like stopping in like the canteen to get a coffee and like a just a, a like a toasted sandwich and she just stopped for a moment and she just looks she's kind of tired but a bit more sort of chill oh yeah. hey Zam honey how you doing hey Cap how Cap, you doing how's the bed yeah, yeah it does the job hmm it's not the same as the O'Brien, is it? No, I'm uh, missing those engines. Yeah, you Speaking do. of which, I'm trying to score some parts. Maybe we can uh, get the ship fixed up a bit quicker. Uh, I need some old tech. You still got that what? Uh, cartridge Honey, 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 what parts are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you... Do you know how dangerous these hyperdrive coils are, don't you? Yeah, and you're willing to just rustle up some parts from the middle of nowhere and try and fix our ship with duct tape and a prayer. That's how we always do it, isn't it, Cap? Well, normally I'd say yes, but how how well do you know hyperdrives, Sam? I can find my way around. Oh. Well, we can discuss this out of but what what was the tech you needed? She's sipping on her coffee. Well, you got you got that old cartridge thing that uh, Dick found. Oh yeah, that old um that chewed up. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. I think I've got it. Yeah, I brought it with my stuff. Why? I didn't trade it. But didn't Dick Dick say it was important? Didn't he? Has he? We'll find out what's on it. Oh, you think you can? Well, shit. Yeah, met a guy. He, you, he's you, about all this you met a guy. Please, Zach. Yeah, look, look, look! I, 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 look, I hardly believe. The way I Next, you'll be telling me you went out on the town with a group of friends and you ended up doing karaoke and dancing in the street. I know you too well, Zam. You can't pull wool over my eyes. Watching me? What? Yeah, I got drunk. It was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you said that before. Won't happen again. Okay. Well, I'm here to make friends. Okay. Well, I've got. I've got. I happened by accident. Okay. I've got. I got things to do while I'm here. Um, I'm trying to get a message out 
to the reg, but I'm having real problems. So um, yeah, why not? I've got I've got a couple of hours to kill. This way. Problems. Well, apparently this place, even though it's a goddamn mining colony, the the communications are fucked. Don't ask me. All I hear, all I hear is that like messages aren't going out. They're worried someone might have sabotaged the transmitter radar out there. And yeah, you know what happened on the Icarus. Well, I I don't think this this place is fucking alive. Yet. What? If I have to go through that, if I have to go through that bullshit again. Well, look, died last we time. just got a, we just got a, we got a couple more weeks, and the guys, the guys are gonna be here. And I tell you what, if you manage to find your parts when they get here, I will let you lead the crew that will fix our ship. How does that sound? Uh, I'm gonna be dead by then. Look, I know you rub people up the wrong way, but I don't think you're gonna be dead by then, Sam. I'm telling you, Cap, this ain't gonna end well. You say that every time, Zam. Yeah, I'm usually right. Look, I need another coffee. Do you want a coffee? Ah, uh, yeah, I could. Uh, I could take coffee. Okay. She she grabs a couple of cups of coffee and you uh you head over to her quarters and like she's got a couple of crates of things and she roots through them. Um, you might notice- get to see the dick is in. Dick is in one of them. Dick is not in her quarters. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, the character's name that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, he's not there. You, you do notice that, but you do notice in one of the crates there is like one of like his top that you remember. You know what was left of his uniform is folded up very neatly, and is still dirty and has been. It is it's in a plastic bag and it's tucked in a corner in one one of the the crates that she goes through and it's the crate that she does actually find like the big blocky data cartridge which is slightly slightly damaged on one end because if I remember correctly it was quite difficult to get out of there yeah yeah um so is, is this is this is the thing isn't it this is um you think this is the one you think they're gonna be able to get something from this Sam he seems like a really smart guy Okay, now you told me that you found a bunch of friends, and on this place you found a really smart guy that can fix something like this. Yeah. Who the hell have I been flying with this past eighteen months? I told ahead? you I was drunk. It was an accident. <laughs> God damn it! And, uh, this this sort of this bickering and arguing, <laughs> or or this chat is heated discussion takes place and you have the data car- cartridge Sam um, is there anything and we'll pick up on this we'll go back to the dock and then we'll pick, we'll go back to this so much juicy stuff um, is there anything um, apart from the, these immediate things is there anything that Zam would like to do over this week that any particular if he just wants to chill out no, if he wants to, if he, he wants to relax he can do all kinds of things He's going to try and avoid anything that will put him in contact with people. He's quite embarrassed at the fact that he's made friends. <laughs> oh. He needs to go back to his loner lifestyle. 
Okay. So does he actively avoid if he recognises the people he saw on his first night there, does he actively avoid them? I think he's going to make sure he's not in a position whereby he's going to bump into them. Mm. Does he um, bump into any of the other crew? It seems like the crew over this first week have taken a moment after sharing all this time together to go off in their separate directions just to have a bit of space from one another. He'll actively avoid anybody he sees in the crew. Okay. Okay. I mean, they did leave him behind. That's, that's, you know. Yeah. So. They made their choice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We left you behind in a bedroom. We could have left you behind in the vacuum of space. Yeah. <laughs> All the same. Um, in the vacuum, just, I'm just the vacuum, saying. I'm just saying. The vacuum this, this... Of, of Zab's heart. <laughs> okay. Okay. So mechanically, what what stress are you on at the moment? And I'm thinking Zab? there's probably some social stuff that we do together, but not with Zab if he doesn't want to show up. Oh, over this sort of week, you just sort of yeah, yeah, meet up and have know, lunch and sort of like creedies, yeah. drinks. There's a lunch. couple. Of, there's a couple of places like that, that do food. Like mo- the biggest place is like the company canteen, which just as as you know, like that's the place that does the all the breakfast at all time. Um, the burger joint. There's a barbecue sort of restaurant and burger joint, which is the only place that serves like actual proper meat. It's really expensive, um, and there's also a very healthy eating sort of diner sort of place. Which is predominantly is it's it's veggie vegan and it's all homegrown in the biodome sort of. Sorry, I thought you said dinosaur place. Yeah, it's a dinosaur place. Um, <laughs> Themed. Yeah. As you walk in, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> um, the, the thought that maybe the booths are like little kind of yellow jeeps that you just sit in. Oh, and oh my god! It just kind of shake slightly. Yeah, no but yeah. that probably exists in the actual <laughs> world. So. Yeah, yeah, there must be <laughs> flanked by waiters. Yeah. Um, so o- over this week, of course, that the group can choose to meet up occasionally and just have like a coffee, you know, just catch up and see how everything's going. Which is also a way that mechanically, if they hear something that everyone is clued in on things, if it, unless they choose not to share it. But Zam's going to actively avoid this, is he? Oh, as much as he can, as okay. much as you let him. Okay, well... See, uh, if you press-gang him into making no, friends. I'm not press-ganging. You can do whatever you want. If you want to avoid the players that you're going to play with... <laughs> uh, no, I think he'll, um, okay. he'll still... If if they're going to Macready's, then he's probably still going to be going to yeah. Last Call. But, if he, but he, he's not completely antisocial if they he's bump him. He's not, like, yeah. drinking hev- heavily. Yeah. No, yeah. he's not. Yeah. Um, but your stress, Zam, what are you at at the moment? Uh, 11. 11. Uh, I, I want to, uh, as with uh, Wendy and Blaze, I want to give you the option to be able to do something over this week to see if you can bring that down a little bit more. Um, okay. And if it's solitary, you can you can choose, certainly, Zam's not someone that's going to be in the gym or anything. No, Wendy, I'm not going to... Don't. Say I'm in the fight club. <laughs> Um, you know there is there is like a small there's a small cinema screen where people you know there are places where people can go. There's obviously like there's a there's a sauna there's meditation center there's places for I'm these thinking, workers. I think given his history with towels, he's got a bit of a sauna, isn't he? 
Oh, he's packed his threadbare his towel, hasn't he? He's got his. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the warden realizes the mistake he had he made when he put the word yeah. sauna on the list of uh, options. Okay. Push them. He makes you suffer. Okay. And you're going to go a couple of times over these yeah. days because in this place, in, in this sauna, there's a lot of my. These are a lot of like miners and stuff who are just trying to de-stress. This is, you know, they're just sweating out everything and just, you know. So you can go in and have a sauna in a couple of days. Can Blaze go a couple of days as well after the uh, workout sessions? I would say each session in the sauna um, will be yeah. thirty credits. Yeah, there may be a chance that you see Blaze on one of these days. Uh, yeah, but it'll be so misty that you'll yeah. try and. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I think it would just be a uh... Zoom. Please, <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they sit on opposite sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so for these, um, this is essentially a comfort role in, in, in its own kind of way. You say thirty credits, yeah. Yeah, thirty credits per per time. So you go, you know, how many times in the week you go? Uh, two, two. Um, we will roll once again three skill checks for this. Um, what will it be? It's got to be one of the saves. Normally, normally it's a sanity save for the shore leaf. I will let Zam choose sanity or body, and I say body because he's literally just going to be sweating out his stress and his tension, and probably the uh, alcohol on the first night. I'm going to go sanity because it's only slightly higher than body. Okay, so three successes. Well, two successes are what you need. Best of three. Let's see what. Uh, that's a seventy-eight. First one's a fail. That was when that was the first time he bumped into Blaze. Puts him off. <laughs> oh, that's a twenty-nine. Okay, so there's a success. Yeah. So what am I rolling there? Uh, so, same thing again. Same thing again. It's same just, thing again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just to say it, whether you succeed or fail on this skill check. Yeah. That's a 66. So that's a fail. That's a critical fail. And that's a critical fail. Give me a panic check, please. Zam? Does, does he lose his towel? Yeah. <laughs> well, panic is the d20, isn't it? D20, and you have to roll above your 11. You have failed on this. Now, as a trauma response for a teamster, once per session, you may take advantage on a panic check. Yes, would you like to do that? Uh, you have to be an 11. That was what you said you had. Yeah. Actually, no, because that might come in handy. Although, no, <laughs> go on, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get above 11? No, I rolled a 16 and a 13. Oh, so you, both, you beat on both. You got above oh, your... Oh, right, okay. You, you, oh, got, right. you got above your stress, yes? 
Force is above, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the only right. role you want to get above what your score is yeah, in this game. that's right, yeah. And the only role that, in Mothership that requires a D20, which is why the D20 is probably something to be feared whenever you play this game. Just ask some of the players that have got some <laughs> lingering trauma. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> so you do not you do not de-stress. You don't lose any stress. Blaze is always that you see him a couple of times, and it sort of puts you off. And like you just, you're just trying to find your own solitary space. Yeah, is that on purpose? Yeah, <laughs> I make my pecs dance. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it is a short. It is a short leaf. So g- give me a d twenty. Give me a d ten. I'm being very kind this week. Uh, zero, so that's ten. Um, over this week, yeah, you can take five off your stress, and I and I allow that because he said he was actively. His stress only is tested when he's around the crew. <laughs> and people. And people. Yeah. So, uh... It's a Zam thing, not an us thing. It's a Zam thing. It's totally a Zam thing. Yeah. Maybe that's a character arc that will play out over it. You know, how Zam becomes the man we all know he can be underneath that harsh exterior. No, he's going to keep disappointing you. (laughs) It's a gross and changing character. It's not happening. (laughs) No. The um, 60 credits came out of his account. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Right, okay. So, but we uh, we cut back to the Doctor. So we'll pick up with Zam and the Captain heading over to Habitat. And Doc and Sarah, they are... Um, they head over to Admin. It's something you're... This is definitely the more business offices and, you know, yep. the, the running of the entire facility. And you kind of uh, ask a few questions. You, you, um, you imagine... You, you managed to reach the, the communications sort of department, and there's a there's a guy called Stenson, who is sort of the overall. That's S T E N S E N. He's got sort of pale blonde hair, and his eyebrows are also sort of quite pale, so they almost look non-existent. Um, he's got a very sort of Scandinavian look to him, um, but he um, he greets you. Uh, are you going to talk to me about the... Are you here to ask about the communications, sir? In in a sense, yes. I just want to know. Uh, I'm I, sorry. I'll I'm d- not asking you to fix them. I know that that's in hand. There's nothing can be done. Are there any ships in the vicinity? Uh, uh, what? Um, no, we have no... We have no reports of... Um, the only communication that works currently in this on on this facility is the booster that we have um, that actually communicates with the ships that are landing. And as far as we know, there's there's nothing coming in. Where I believe um, your ship, and of course you, you would have told me you are blah blah blah. Um, your ship is scheduled to be here in a, in a couple of weeks, so we'll be able to communicate with them and, and guide them in. But anything there's, beyond there's no... any, anything beyond that, we 
we haven't spotted anything. We don't really have any long range sensors. This isn't a really the sort of facility that's meant for long range okay. sensors like that. Why is there? Is there? Are you expecting someone else? I hope not. Oh. Just um, just tell whoever is responsible for keeping watch to please keep a close eye for any ships approaching the planet. Oh, really? It's probably nothing, but... Do I need to speak... Do I need to bring in the administrator? Do we need to know? Is there something we need to know? Or... I... I don't want to... No. Just, just keep a watch. Okay, okay. Um, with, the, with that in mind, um, I would appreciate if you um, keep this information. I mean, I'll, I'll talk to my superiors about this, but um, if you, yeah, I mean, the, the, over the past few days, this has been bad enough with people communicating about the communications problems we have. We, um, it, if if. Potentially the two problem. It could be related. Hopefully it's not. It's just something that's broken in your system. But with what we've this been isn't the nothing. Um, he he seems to be a little bit. He's thinking for a moment. A little bit concerned. How many were in your uh, party when you arrived? Sir, if you don't mind me asking. Uh, eight of us, the five crew from the ship and three civilians. Okay. Plus a cat. Okay. Um but you've um No, no, it must have happened before then. Um Sorry. Where uh, I'm sorry, I, I um we, we arrived yesterday. Part of the um, communication, yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Um, it was just my mind. Just um, one of the communication radars we, we think might have been tampered with, or, or something's gone wrong with it. Um, we think it's one of the issues behind the, the communication problems. Okay. I don't wish to insinuate that um, you or your party had anything to do with it, but after what you just said about other people arriving, I, I'm just a bit concerned that we have other things. Just about. stay sharp. That's all. Okay. Right. Um. Do a lot of people come through here? This facility, stopovers, and uh, no, I'm no. The only people we have um, coming through this place are people changing shifts every time when people work here they're usually on like 36 month contracts you know they're here for a few years and then they ship back off um you know there are a few that have that have stayed a bit longer of course almost looking at five years now but um no, no other visitors like us or... this is a i mean i i guess some of the management be con could be considered uh visitors but um you know this is a mining facility i mean i mean i'm not privy to the work that they're doing down in the crater but you know it's a, it's a working industrial complex um, you you are a very um, rare exception um, and I think it's you know from what management said it's certainly a some sort of intercompany deal 
Um, they're just helping mm. out. I think I, I think I think you're with you're with Gibbous, I, I believe. Yes. You not? Um, yes, I think that you know. Obviously, they they've paid. I think they're fronting the external costs for your stay. But yeah, this isn't really. It's not a hotel resort, as I'm sure you. No, no, just uh, just curious if uh, mm. this sort of thing happened a lot. That's all. Um, but, if there's uh, if there's anything um, you think we should be concerned about, and uh, and he sort of gives you a number, he gives you a card with a sort of number on it to communicate. There's sort of there's okay. short range communications within you know you almost have intercoms in your rooms yeah. and stuff. But, so that within the, all of this colony, there's a communication system like that that works throughout. It's just externally that communications are out. Um. So certainly, if you want to communicate with anyone from an administration, specifically, he he gives you like the communications card, so you can contact yeah. them without having to travel on the monorail backwards and forwards. So and I, I give him the location of where I'm staying, and, and just say, look, if, if any ships, if you spot any ships that aren't the one coming for us, just please let me know. I will do. Thank you for um, thank you for the information, sir. And uh, certainly, um. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry about the. I appreciate your candor and like. Um, yes. Uh, it's not your fault. As, as, as soon as this is fixed, um, I I will let you know and. Thank you. I'll let you both know and um, we'll get this fixed. And uh, that's that's the most you get out of him. But you do have a contact mm-hmm. in communication. Yep. Um. Could you roll me a D one hundred, please, PJ? This is just a percentile. Uh- 82. 82. Okay. As you get... As you get back to the monorail station this time, and because you're waiting at the platform, you can see someone over the other side of the platform. There's a couple of workers who are scrubbing the wall of the other side they're cleaning off something that that seemingly graffiti very it's very strange but like it's crude graffiti and you catch the words there's you can see there's two words on top of one another you do not catch all of them you from the top word you catch v e r and on the bottom word, G E T. But they they they're currently and you, you catch that before they manage to start wiping that off. They've and then the monorail arrives. <laughs> I think it's a monorail. It must be a monorail. <laughs> <laughs> But every time I say it, my players are going to do a little dance. Yeah. yeah. And why not? Because uh, games nights should be full of joy. Um, okay. And you head back. Now, Doc, Mm-mm. once again, is there anything over this week? Um, if there's anything else specifically, it seemed it seemed like a little bit of a dead end in some ways, but you did get a bit of information. And over the ne- you have got a contact over the next few days. Is there anything over this first week that you would like so, to do. Uh, I don't know what your stress is like, Doc. Doc has been quite stressed through this whole campaign. Yeah, it's at nine at the moment. 
Um, at, uh, out of nothing more than idle curiosity, he wants to check out the medical facilities. Okay. And you do see, um, you're used to quite, you know, clean, pristine medical facilities. I mean, even your what you turned your med bay on the ship, this 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 tanker that is the O'Brien, even that you turned into quite pristine. This is less so. It's not. It's you know, it's still hygienic, but they are, you know, it's still rough and ready. And there's you can tell. There's a lot of dealing with people that this you on the the main medical like the infirmary isn't in the living section as much. That bit is in the the main hub, which is closest to the mining facility. So any any mining accidents etc that happen that would happen there. The the one that is within the 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 living habitat is almost like a like a just a pharmacy, a GP, you know, people keeping people on the level, making sure that there's any broken noses or anything like this, just keeping people healthy. Um, so, yeah, it's more like a general practitioner. Hmm. Um, but certainly there is a... Um, what is the doctor's name? You can... Uh, you can um, Dr. West. Sherbert. <laughs> Sherbert. Um, no, Philip is his name. Oh, okay. Um, and he... Um, when he um he, and he looks like he's it's the look of someone that probably likes a scotch now and then as well but he's on the level I mean, but he's a doctor it's... but he's definitely um you know he, he's a doctor on a on a mining colony he probably has to put up with quite a lot um he's like oh uh forest forest yes. where do i know yes. that where do i know that now? Are you, are you William Forrest? Are you... When you go to see the doctor, you're on your own, yes? Yeah. Okay. Um... Y- yes. Oh, well, I didn't expect to see, uh... Someone like you in a... In a place like this. This is, uh... I mean, don't get me wrong, sir. This is the... The ass end of space here. Um... I mean, you usually you have to do something wrong in order to get a job like this. Uh, but uh, what brings you out here? Oh, uh, just fancy doing something for someone else or a change. But but you're a doctor, isn't that what we do by trade? Where we are, we tend to. What was it, I? I can't, I can't remember. There was, you were quite a big name within the medical profession. I just, I, uh, what happened, uh, sir? Family. Ah, oh, say no more. That's why I'm here as well. I mean, ever since, uh, well, let's just say, a solitary life isn't always the. The thing we wish, is it? No. Well, what can I do for you? Uh, do you have any ailments or anything? No, I'm I, idle curiosity, Doctor. Well, I will say there's a there's a few people around here who uh, just be, just be careful. There's a few unsavoury folk around here. 
Yes, I think I brought them with me. <laughs> oh, really? So I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be patching up a few scallywags here and there, am I? I apologise in advance. Oh well, well, I'll do what I can. Um, I'm I'm not as good as you with a scalpel. I'm more like a butter knife, but you know I'll stitch them up. Well, while I'm here, if I can assist in any way, just just let me know. Well, it's fascinating. Um, I've got this. Um, I like to do a bit of a just like reading on the side, you know, about about certain medical procedures and the, and the like. And uh, you know, it, may I ask you a few questions? Of course. Well, well wonderful. Um, just give me a moment. I'll just get my books. And uh, the doc, finding a, a, a like-minded gentleman to share knowledge and to speak about his profession, can spend a... You know, it depends how, how often you want to do this, PJ. But there is someone that you can uh, you can go and you can... Talk he... about what you know with someone who also knows it. You, your intellect is... I mean, he's a decent doctor. You can immediately tell... He's a decent doctor, but you you are surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> there would be a wariness. Um, I think you'd, we'd, they'd have this initial meeting, and then he'd probably only go back one more time. Okay, there's, there's, he's definitely wary. Mm. But how does he feel about like talking about the medical profession? You know what the things he, he knows. That, yeah, he he. Well, it gives him a chance to show off, and he loves that. Um, but also just talking to someone who sort of understands a bit more about the life he's led okay um, which takes his mind off his problems a little bit I would think and helps him certainly his mind his racing in all directions and has been for the past week or two but this is a good medical textbooks i know where i am with this you can focus on the words and everything and the information so let's treat this as a little bit of a skill check pj let's see if we can help you let's see how well the doctor does it's got to be intellect surely can i add either field medicine or surgery (laughs) oh i'm gonna roll you can Right, I'm going to d- roll a d100. Mm-hmm. If you, if I roll under a fifty, you can add both. I rolled a five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so th- here's three checks. I can do this. <laughs> I need to get under seventy-eight. I can do that. Wow. <laughs> the doc's a very intelligent man. That's a 10. Okay, that is a big success. And uh, initially, you know, just seeing these sort of books as well. You see some old ones you haven't seen probably since the Mm. time when you were trained. Like, you were a student yourself, and it just brings, you know, you're away with it. Uh, 50. Okay. And 13. 13. The doc smashes this. (laughs) 
Okay. Three successes. Roll me a d10. Two. Uh, you can you can take away a stress. Thank you. But you can add one point to your sanity, fear, or body. Okay. Uh, I'm going to add that to fear. Give me a whopping 15 for fear now. Okay. Now. As this takes your mind off it, give me a sanity save. I don't get to add anything to this, I assume. I'll allow the field medicine. I don't know what your sanity, I don't know what your sanity is, Doc. But sanity's fifty-three, so field medicine takes that up to sixty-eight. Okay. God, I am being generous tonight, aren't I, viewers? Two. You rolled a two. Rolled a two. Doctor Bill Forrest. Mm. What condition do you want to lose? Deflated. You are no longer deflated. Thank fuck. Still haunted. <laughs> he is still haunted. Oh yeah, but haunted doesn't gain me stress whenever someone else fails a check. <laughs> <laughs> this is, and it takes you like one thing that strikes you, Doc. Over this time when you're doing it. During this whole time that you're sharing this time with a colleague and going through books, you didn't need or take a single drink that whole time. And it cleared your mind, which helped you centre yourself a little bit. And you, uh, you still feel there's something niggling at you, but it certainly helped put your mind at ease for this week. Okay. <laughs> Zam! <laughs> We're going to wake something else. There's going to be something else. I think we know what the finale of this show is going to be. Um, <laughs> Zam! When, Wendy and the droogs are showing up. Yeah, yeah. you just see. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Zam, you and the captain are heading over to Fletcher's. With um, this data tape. And you get there. And you pass over. Do you, do you pass over the note that Bex gave? Or did you do that initially? I can't remember now. Oh, I don't think I did, no. I just said Bex sent me, isn't it? Yeah. So I'll pass him the note this time. Okay. And when he looks that, he's sort of like, oh. Oh. Oh, wow. Um, and he leads you through. He he decides to go on a break. He, he tells the rest he's going on a break. And he leads you in the captain. Through to like a storeroom, a storeroom that has a desk at the end of it, and a, a, like a desk slash workbench slash. I mean, if you thought he smelt like electrical equipment, you know, this thing. There are wires there of all kinds. There's taken apart bits. There are projects that are half made. There is a, a an old school monitor. There's no, like you, there's not often that you see a chunky monitor but there's a some of them and there's shelves of bits and bobs and parts some of them 
are sort of not fully made, but then there's a couple of old some tech that you've only seen in like retro adverts, like mag- old magazines with with like retro sort of advertisements of sort of like vid players and all kinds of scanners. Um, and uh, he shows you to where he's working. He's like, um, so, so what is it you had to trade? Yeah, have you, have uh, you got a look it? at this. Then I assume the captain still got it. Yeah. Yeah. This is. They haven't used this. This is old. This is one of the old relay data cases. This is. They haven't used these since they. God, 50 plus years. Where did you get this? We found this on a relay station that uh, was uh, pretty uh, beat up. Did you get anything else? I you could. Uh, and uh, no, we uh, oh. we had to leave in a hurry. Oh, why? He's he's only yeah, kind of half listening as he's taking in this. Things are getting a bit dicey. Uh, you reckon you could find out what's on that? Oh, I uh, think I um, I think I might. I might have something here, and he just pushes the data case like data cartridge back into you like and but he's like rooting through things and you just hear like metal being thrown about and like oh where is it um there's an old i've got an old communication device here I used to be able to use backup drives do you think oh my god if some of this data salvageable this could be fascinating i could i could back this up onto onto a cd Anyway, and he starts rooting, rooting around, and, and uh, he eventually comes back with. Um, it's it's a strange looking box. It almost looks retro. It almost looks like something that came out of uh, the Nostromo from Alien. It's that kind of retro tech, and like he's plugging, and it's got several different slots for this this cartridge. You know, seemingly as if it would accept these sort of cartridge, and he's plugging in sort of wires. These these curly wires of different colours, and he's fucking switches and. And, and and you hear like things. There's one machine that he starts it just starts going, and he presses another one that starts going, and immediately you get an intense smell of like, oh, something something's warming up, like a radiator that you haven't switched on for quite some time. And the the initial smell is, should I be worried? Uh, as he's but he's in his own zone. And he's now this case could be a. This could be an issue. Um, now, I don't wish to... Uh, obviously, we have not made a, a trade yet. Um, before I uh, take the, the data off, um, what do you want for this? I have uh, I have scanners. I have all, all manner of different devices here that could, could help you out. How much is this worth to you? What kind of a device will Zam be interested in? Well, I think Zam's going to like, consult with the captain. What's going to be best for the ship? Well. Or maybe, is there anything that could help Dick? Um, there are a couple of things. I'm taking from the equipment list. I'm reading from the equipment list of the uh, mothership 
book here. He has a couple. There is a radio jammer. Yeah. Which is quite a big device. It's almost like a rucksack sized device. Um, yeah. Which he, he tells you when activated renders incomprehensible the radio signals of everything within a hundred kilometers. Okay. And he, he short chuckles to himself saying, you know, you, you want to find out about communications and this one will just cut them off completely. Um, there is a portable ter uh, computer terminal, which is a, a sort of... Normally these things are quite high tech, but he's made it, you know, he's sticking these things together and they are work, they do work well, yeah. but there's a flat computer monitor, keyboard interface, sort of a mini sort of computer in itself, which allows the user to hack into pre-existing computers and networks as well as perform standard tasks so it's like a hacking computer this is when he go you know he mentions there there's some stuff that may not be strictly legal it's a little yeah. hacking terminal um there is <laughs> do i do this there's a med scanner um you've seen something like this on, on the ship this is um allows the um, user to scan a living or dead body to analyze it for disease or abnormalities without having to do a biopsy or autopsy. Um, results are often non-instantaneous and may require a lab for analysis. But that was one he was he's not too sure about because he, he doesn't know too much about the medical equipment. There's some infrared mm -hmm. goggles, um, which allows the wearer to see heat signatures, sometimes up to several hours old. He does say that for the cartridge, he'll throw in night vision with that. If you want that. Um, there is... An emergency beacon. This is something that he... He does say you might have to throw in something extra for this one. This is a small device that sends up a flare and then emits a loud beep every few seconds. Additionally, sends out a call on all radio channels to ships or vehicles in the area... But he also says it can be blocked with a radio jammer. And last, lastly, when you mention about the Android that you have, there's a cybernetic diagnostic scanner, which allows the user to scan androids and other cybernetic organisms in order to diagnose any physical or mental issues they may be having. Androids often don't like these things what he says especially the one he's got because it's like an older version that he's rigged up to work or with modern systems he says now this will this will work with the amalgamated interest models as well it's uh pretty handy um you can pick one of them what do you think captain well to be honest Sam, radio, radio jammer might come in handy why do we want to jam radios Aren't they having problems getting messages through right now? Why do we want to... Maybe we could jam the jam. Jam the jam. <laughs> That's science. We could reverse, we could reverse the Where's polarity the of the neutron flow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> with that, with that you, I would say you can talk the captain into whatever you want to have. 
Do you think the radio jammer would potentially help? Although, would the computer terminal be better for hacking into their systems, maybe? I will allow... I will allow some in-game player interaction right now, because this is something that I've thrown on them. <laughs> what do you think, guys? I think I'm not there. <laughs> not there. You see, uh, I, I was like, oh, that computer thing sounds really interesting, but Zam doesn't do computers. No. So, yeah, he mm. would just not yeah. want anything to do, you know, can't hit it with a spanner. I can imagine Zam just wandering around the ship with the infrared goggles on and just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think... I mean, the, the scanner for, like, the, the... What was it? Like, androids and thingies. Yeah. That would have been useful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's one of those things that when it's the when, really helpful for when yeah, when well. that's mentioned, the captain initially is quite pleased, but then she remembers like, yeah, it's not really going to do us any good right now. I I think it's a toss-up between the radio jammer and the portable computer terminal. Well, I think it maybe the computer terminal would be better because we can hack with it. So even if it doesn't help us. Can any of us hack? Communication issues. I mean, I can hack through a femur pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah you don't have the ha things. None of you have the hacking skill. Dick used to hack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Pull one out for Dick. Hang on. Um, <laughs> okay, Zam, what are you going to pick? This is going to be equipment that. that the entire crew will be able to use going forward. If he tells us about it. That's yeah, true. he might yeah. just hide it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does the captain have anything to say? The radio jammer is a big device. It's rucksack size. Yeah. Whereas that the portable terminal, it's a little a little chunkier than a laptop, but it's almost mm. like it probably it probably looks a little bit more like you know when they get those military-grade laptops that have those big, chunky yeah, yeah, cases? Yeah. It's yeah. more like that sort of thing. But a little bit more patched together. A couple I'm of kind of thinking there. now like car mechanics who always used to be spanners and hitting things. And then there was the moment mm. when it became all about plugging in a computer. Yeah. And if you go I to the dodgy we'll car the, mechanic, yeah. they've got a computer that will see all engines, even though that shouldn't exist. Yeah. Maybe that's where Zam is. I think, yeah, maybe we go for the portable computer terminal then, please. Okay. Then... Add that to your inventory. You do have a portable Ooh. computer terminal. Um, I can give you the details, but it's also, like I say, it's on yeah, page, that's fine, yeah. page 35 of the equipment list on the Mothership <laughs> Manual. Um, and as soon as um, you have that, it goes, so I can keep the the data case, yeah, yes? Hey, it might be fun to find out what's on there. Yeah, well, yes. Let's but in order to do that, I'm going to have to do this. And he starts snapping the part of the broken bits and he yeah. starts like smashing it and like cutting bits off but you see as he's doing it he's the card that's in there the casing around it he's not touching that so he's freeing up yeah. some of the dented bits and he puts it within another you see him put it within another almost a frame that is the same size once he's torn this bit apart it's it's almost like an empty case that he's put together 
and then he slots it into this machine and he's he's just messing about with some dials for a bit the captain looks at you and like where the hell did you find this guy Zam? Uh, he's a friend of a friend I accidentally made friends. Okay. Um, I think we probably need to. I need to talk to you about that at some time, at some point, Sam. But yeah, probably best. Mm. As you hear, a voice goes. Shh, 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 shh. I think I've. I think I've. Uh, I might have something. Oh, um, it's an audio, it's an audio message of some kind. You see him, like, messing about with dials. It's, it's slightly corrupted and damaged, um, but, hold on, and you hear this, oh, if, I, if I beef up the signal a little bit, and you hear the static get loud for a bit, and one point the captain's like, oh god damn. And it comes in. And you just hear a voice. Croaky voice. <coughs> this is This is Darwin Buchanan. Managing director of the Sojourn branch of Echelon. The ship's communications have gone down. But I'm using a high frequency signal boost right now, so I hope someone receives this message. I don't know how long I have, so I'll make this quick. There's something wrong with this ship. The people have been getting sick. They've been... I've never felt so ill in my life and... I keep seeing, seeing things. And I'm so hungry all the time. And the synthetics aboard They've been acting strange as well. I... I don't know what's happening, but it all started after we we made the jump. <coughs> I can't be sure, but it has to be that hyperdrive. As he says this, you can the static crackles a little bit. You think you can hear voices in the background somewhere? You're not quite sure what they are. Reed just pushed it so fucking hard. I should have known he must have taken a shortcut somewhere. I'm, I'm worried he's used that. That technology we found. If he's done that, then... Oh, 
God. The rest of the fleet can't be allowed to... He's planning to run it on all... It's a widespread launch. If this happens to another ship, I... I knew that fucker was... That must be why he asked me to take part in this voyage. If it worked, he was—he could have rubbed... Rub his smug victory in my face. But if it failed... Well, I'm, I guess I'm finding a... You hear it, him sort of... He splutters and coughs and you hear the sound of what sounds like someone throwing up. A lot. Oh, God. <coughs> and as he's coughing, in the background you can hear screams somewhere. You definitely pick up some sort of screams. Oh, God. We're so far from... from home. No... No help is coming. <laughs> my skin is tingling and... The humming in my head won't stop. My brain feels like it's coming apart. As he's saying this, you notice, Zan, that like the captain is completely... Her jaw's just a little slack. She's watching this. She, her eyes almost look a little glassy. I don't know what's happening to me. Or to anyone here. But if you're hearing this message... You have to stop this. Something... Oh, God... Oh, God. And you hear the click of a pistol. And his voice starts to change slightly. It gargles a little bit. Oh, Olivia... Please don't think of me as a coward. I'm afraid I can't fix this one. I love you. And you hear a loud bang. And something go limp. And it's silent for a while. Until you can hear more screaming in the background. It just gets louder and louder. And then the static intensifies. And there's a. It gets loud until there's a. And there's a high pitched squeal. It is almost like a banshee cry on several different desks. There's several different layers to it. It makes you hold your hands to your ears. And everyone in the room is like, oh, God. Everyone 
in the station hears this. It comes across every speaker within the colony. At this point, Doc, I imagine Sarah's with you at, at one point, because she, she hangs around you a fair bit. Mm. At this point, like you're just probably milling around like the main bit, and she she just goes, ah, ah, she buckles over, absolutely folds over, and just she throws up immediately. Like, ah, she starts like screaming, and even you, like it, the sound just almost gets in your head a little bit and before it stops and she's on her she's on her knees just crying just absolutely sobbing um back in the main room the signal this scream stopped because Fletcher flipped the machine off so, what what what, what? What was that? What what? What was that? And the captain's looking at you, Zam, like, is that? What? What was that, Zam? That's uh, pretty much what we found on the Icarus. I told you some uh, crap had gone down on that ship. Oh, God. We're g- he said... He said... Regis. That's a... That's not... Well, suppose we've got a recording of this that we could uh, keep for ourselves, have we? Backup. And the captain's like, look, looks down at Fletcher. He's like, why, why, why would you want a copy of this? I, should, I could just delete it. I just didn't. Why would anyone want, want this? This is not. Oh, I could use this. <laughs> and the captain just picks, picks up like, like some sort of wire burner, and she just goes, give some fucking recording give me a goddamn backup of that now okay but then I can and you can see that Fletch is like he's surprised by this well you know he's shocked by the whole thing but there's he's the sort of person that seems to want to move on from it fairly quickly but once I have the recording you can the, the tape is mine and I can wipe this yes once you once you have the backup, fine. And he's and he starts making a backup. Oh, Zam! If they know, if he was willing to, and the captain can't really. Piece of shit. I knew it. And we back out of that scene. As we back out, back out to where Doc, you're with with Sarah as she's 
as she's coughing and crying. What do you do? I'm trying to comfort her as best I can. I assume I'm not really getting through to her, but as you uh you try to comfort her. And uh she doesn't look up at first. She's like Oh god oh, oh god oh god oh god oh god oh god and she's just holding her head. Like Sarah, it's okay, you're safe. You're <laughs> With it's, me. it's not. It's not okay. What is it? Oh God, it's not okay. And when she looks up, there is blood all down the front of her face, like a nosebleed, and she's also bleeding from her eyes and her ears. Oh God! Oh God! We need to get you some medical help. Did you hear it? I heard the noise. And she just grabs hold of your shirt, Doc. We weren't the only ones who heard it. What do you mean? Oh, God. I think... I think it hurt. And I think it's coming. The Icarus. And Sarah just screams as tears are pouring from her eyes. As we fade out. And we open up once again in another part of the mining facility. It seems to be more of a structure that is like, more like where the admin and everything else, one of those sort of, there's mechanical parts and bits everywhere, but this seems to be, as we scan across, we can see cyber diagnostic scanners, we can see parts, you know, tools, there's scalpels, there's electrical equipment, Scanners of all kinds. And a couple of figures stood around just looking at something. Like, I mean, she wanted us to. She wanted us to try and do what we can to fix this thing. I mean, she's got the. She backed it up, right? Yeah, she backed it up, but, you know, I don't know what can be done about this, this is, I mean, it's an old model it's certainly older than anything we've got on this system but I guess we can try and fix it up as, cleaning up as best we can, it's a it's a fucking mess yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot of work just to just to put some bits back in where they're supposed to be I'll tell you what, it's gonna, I mean I mean, she she she's paying us a fair bit, and I do need the cash. Those poker games aren't doing me any good. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm not in the mood for an all-nighter right now, so let's go head to LC, get a few drinks, and we'll pick this up. We'll pick this up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. 
You're absolutely right. Perhaps I'll, um, I'll do a bit of research. I'll see if I can find out about one of these old models. I haven't seen anything like this before. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's go. And they start putting their jackets on. Night-night, uh, whoever, whoever you are. See you in the morning. As they, the lights go off. And we pan down to a table. Where there is the form or what's left of it, of Dick Sloan. No clothes. It's completely, he's, there's a, only the torso. His eyes are closed, he's lying there. The bottom half of him, currently a ragged mess. Some of the synthetic entrails hanging out. So we pan across a peaceful face, a very peaceful face down across the torso across the arm that has a nasty gash in it as we focus down we stop on the hand of the arm that had the gash is it just there for a brief moment and then the index finger begins to twitch on its own and that's where we're going to end this week's uh, <laughs> 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 fucking hell <laughs> so next week either Gav's playing two characters or Dick's going evil and we have to kill him been listening to Safe Space, a tabletop role-playing podcast featuring the Mothership game system by Tuesday Night Games. Playing the game were Jim Bamfield as Zam Brazel, Lizzie Boyle as Wendy, Gavin Mitchell as Dick Sloan, PJ Montgomery as Dr. Bill Forrest, and Vince Hunt as the Game Warden. Podcast produced and edited by Vince Hunt. In-game music composed by Tabletop Audio. Visit tabletopaudio.com to discover a world of ambient music you can use in your home games. The Safe Space theme was composed by Elliot Red. Find more of Elliot's work on YouTube. To find out more about the Mothership RPG system, visit mothershiprpg.com. Follow the show on social media at SafespaceRPG. And for more podcasts, visit lawbreaker.podbean.com This has been a Lawbreaker Radio production.